This is a Suno India production and you are listening to 1 in 20,000. Welcome to the final episode of 1 in 20,000. Over the past months, it has been an extraordinary journey hearing the perspectives of people with rare diseases as well as the community members trying to make their lives comfortable. We have covered their lives, that of their loved ones and the bonds that have become stronger as a result. In this episode, I touch upon a very critical aspect. Do rare disease patients have special legal rights in India? For this conversation, I am speaking with Advocate Ashok Agrawal, who practices in the Delhi High Court. He has extensive experience in fighting cases on behalf of people with rare diseases. This is what he had to say. Thank you so much for meeting us, Ashok Agrawal. It is just such a delight to know that you're doing the kind of work that you are doing. And uh, could you let us a bit, uh, let us know a bit more about what the rights of uh, rare disease patients are uh, enshrined in the constitution? Are there any rights as such? This this issue came to me in 2013. So, उसमें क्या हुआ कि एक मोहम्मद अहमद सेवन एट ईयर का बॉय था और उसके फादर जो सिराजुद्दीन वो एक रिक्शा पुलर थे और उनके पांच बच्चे थे जिसमें चार बच्चे गौचर की बीमारी से उनका डेथ हो गया वो गवर्नमेंट हॉस्पिटल में घूमते रहे और ये जो पांचवा बच्चा था यही सरवाइव कर रहा था 2013 में और जब वो एम्स में गए और एम्स वालों ने उसको एक सर्टिफिकेट दिया कि उसकी जो एंजाइम रिप्लेसमेंट थेरेपी होगी ट्रीटमेंट में और वो फोर लाख पर मंथ और लाइफ लॉन्ग उसका होगा तो वो तो हका बका हो गया और किसी ने उसको बोला कि प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफिस में जो है ये पैसे मिल जाते हैं हेल्प हो जाती है तो वो प्राइम मिनिस्टर ऑफिस में गया वहां उन्होंने कहा क्या मजाक कर रहे हो आप इतना पैसा कौन देगा आपको तो ही वॉज वीपिंग तो कोई जर्नलिस्ट ने उसको नोट किया एंड देन जर्नलिस्ट ने उसको मेरा नंबर दे दिया और फिर ही केम टू मी और जब मैंने भी उसका वो सर्टिफिकेट देखा तो एक बार मैं भी हका बका हो गया कि यहाँ तो लोगों को दवाई भी तक नहीं मिलती मतलब छोटे दस रुपए की दवाई भी लोग ले पाते कई बार तो ये चार लाख अस्सी हजार वो भी लाइफ लॉन्ग पर मंथ कौन देगा तो इट इज इट वाज ऑलमोस्ट इम्पॉसिबल तो इनिशियली आफ्टर माय डिस्कशन विद सम हेड ऑफ द हॉस्पिटल प्राइवेट हॉस्पिटल आई थॉट इट इज नॉट पॉसिबल बट इन द मीन टाइम वट एज है Four lakh eighty thousand check to AIMS, hmm. right? Uh, because there is a provision for uh, uh, financial assistance up to five year in a life-threatening case. So because of that, now what has happened? That AIMS me, usko ek mahine ka treatment mila. Ek mahine ka treatment mila, to one kilo vazan uska bad gaya. Hmm. Or after one month, AIMS ne bola, bhai ab to uh, again you bring the money. When he went back to the Delhi government, Delhi government said, ki bhai ham to five lakh tak dete hain. 20,000 और दे सकते हैं तो वो ट्रीटमेंट ही उसका रुक गया वेन दैट फेलो अगेन केम टू मी देन आई थॉट कि इट इज ए मैटर ऑफ डू और डाई अगर इसका हमने कोई इश्यू नहीं उठाया तो दिस चाइल्ड इज ऑल्सो गोइंग टू डाई लेटस सी 
तो हमने क्या करा हमने एक पटिशन दिल्ली हाईकोर्ट में डाली और वो एक जस्टिस मनमोहन के पास आई और सो सेंसिटिव जज कि उन्होंने बोला कि नहीं ये तो ऐसे कैसे हो सकता है कि व्हेन एक बच्चे का ट्रीटमेंट अगर अवेलेबल है, है और प्रोग्नोसिस अच्छा है उसका तो हाउ वी कैन सी की एंड अलाउ ए चाइल्ड टू डाई लाइक दिस जस्ट फॉर वॉन्ट ऑफ दिस मनी देन इनिशियली ही आज द लॉयर्स टू कलेक्ट मनी तो 15 लाख के करीब तो दो तीन महीने का ट्रीटमेंट उससे हो गया फिर जो आपका गुड़गांव में हॉस्पिटल है प्राइवेट हॉस्पिटल वेदांता वेदांता उन्होंने एक महीने का ट्रीटमेंट कर दिया थ्री मंथ्स जो है वो जो ड्रग कंपनी है उन्होंने थ्री मंथ्स कर दिया तो जो कोर्ट के प्रोसीडिंग्स के दौरान ही वॉज गेटिंग ट्रीटमेंट तो अल्टीमेटली फिर टू थाउजेंड में High court gave a judgment. That was the first leading judgment, which says that uh, the government has to pay, and they directed Delhi government to pay to that fellow uh, for treatment. But what has happened that in the meanwhile, that patient was adopted by some uh, drug company, and they are now that treatment is still continuing, mm-hmm. and he is very much hale, hearty, and uh, nobody can say he has any abnormality or in problem. मेडिकल साइंसिस और अगेंस्ट द ई एस आई सी ई एस आई सी अलोन वी हैव अबाउट थर्टीन cases all around the country some mm-hmm. karnataka tamil nadu haryana delhi mm-hmm. and uh, esic had a provision uh, uh, that uh, up to 10 lakh 10 lakh per year for a beneficiary they, they put a cap on that for 10 lakh but 10 lakh is totally in, in, insufficient mm-hmm. for treatment of this mm-hmm. problem so we challenged that order and ultimately they changed their uh, guidelines hmm. because of intervention of high court and now they have agreed that they will examine case case to case basis and wherever uh, the prognosis is good uh, they will provide so because of high court's intervention uh, now around 13 children are getting regular treatment from esic and esic has told the court that uh, each child they are more or less spending 1 crore a year and they will have to continue that treatment mm-hmm. so these are the land uh, landmark cases we have and then ultimately uh, the esic try to put a particular date of registration the treatment will start for, from a particular date of uh, registration under esic uh, say 6 uh, months for insured person if mm-hmm. he needs for specialty treatment then 6 months and for his dependents they put 2 years period suppose uh, uh, you are suffering from gaucher problem that is rare disease and uh, the uh, the insured person in your family he is registered today so esi will start treatment only after 2 years so then recently we have got another judgment from the high court mm-hmm. they say you can't uh, uh, differentiate between the one type of treatment or another and you can't put these dates also mm-hmm. so now uh, you know the, under esic at the moment there are over 13 crore beneficiaries mm-hmm. so they are all going to be 
बेनिफिटेड बाय दिस तो बेसिक प्रॉब्लम विच वी आर फेसिंग इज दैट हेल्थ इज ए स्टेट सब्जेक्ट एंड बीइंग ए स्टेट सब्जेक्ट ओनली स्टेट्स आर हैव ए जूरिस्डिक्शन टू लेजिस्लेट ओवर इट एंड अनफॉर्चुनेटली लास्ट सेवेंटी थ्री ईयर्स ऑफ इंडिपेंडेंस नो स्टेट हैज लेजिस्लेटेड एनी लॉ on public right to public health no they are all hesitant to do because of the fear of facing litigation by the public so what is required is that this state subject should be brought in the concurrent list and then after that the central government should bring this right to public health under the fundamental chapter right, right. to fundamental right. under the constitution and then they need to bring a national law why national law is required mm-hmm. national law is required because you see uh, there is uneven developments in the st- all the country delhi you, you see delhi has lit- much better than many of the other states in country and because of that 40 to 45% patients uh, coming to delhi are from outside delhi outside delhi yeah that includes uh, west bengal Uh, then uh, up rajasthan eh, even jammu kashmir odisha even aapke uh, north east country north east states people are coming to delhi some better arrangements are i think uh, they, uh, available in south like tamil nadu or uh, kerala or karnataka little bit and because of that uh, patients are not coming from that but they there also the problems are the same so what is so if you have a central law then you can by through that you can mandate all states to have within a stipulated period say 2 years or 3 years a minimum of infrastructure physical infrastructure and faculty mm. so that people need not to run to other states mm. Mm. and that state will become overcrowded mm. over pressure pressured so that is also required but un- the unfortunate part is that central government don't want to do it and that is reflected from the fact very fact that in the draft policy national health policy draft policy which came on the 1st january of 2015 there was a chapter on legislating the right to health and they they said that as right to education was brought under the uh, this fundamental rights and then right to education act was legislated similarly we will do that but when the final uh, policy came that all chapter was dropped so that shows clearly that central government has no intention to do and in absence of right it is very difficult to move uh, the government through courts or otherwise also hmm. because under the law they, they have no liability hmm. under the hmm. constitution only directive principles part is applicable which says that they will endeavor to do it depending upon their financial capacity mm-hmm. so they will always come and uh, start weeping before the court that they don't have a capacity the how how much cases you will bring to the court though court judgments are in favor of mm-hmm. this right mm-hmm. and because of that we have been able to get judgments and orders mm. in favor of individuals but how many individuals will go to court so there need to be like this that state subject should be brought in concurrent and then fundamental right and then national law so unless that is there na uh, i think we, we can we cannot say that any 
person in this country has a right to health and in absence thereof it is very difficult to agitate that so this uh, ayushman i don't think it is going to work it is not working it will not work and according to me all schemes schemes projects of this whatever of the government they normally fail mm. they don't work and they are just i consider it as a fraud of the people right uh, you made a very interesting point on how the right to health uh should be mandated into law yes uh but the constitution does cover the right to health and the right to life and right to dignity are all of these connected when you argue cases yes. fundamentally this rich right flows from article 21 hmm. which says right to life hmm. and without dignity of life the supreme court has in various cases held that it it, it, does, it has no meaning so we are using that and courts are going on that but that still that is not the law it needs to be codified like right to education has today codified mm-hmm. so unless you get it codified it is very difficult to agitate it so it is there it, is, it has been interpreted by the courts but that does not serve the purpose right and uh, i think uh, i was also wondering that you spoke of uh cases which were mostly treatment oriented basically they came to you and they had nothing else it was as you said a do or die situation so what about cases where um tre- there is sort of social discrimination or uh, the treatment aspect is not as uh, heavy because as we know the rare diseases uh, might not require there might not be treatment available as is Uh, or might not require intensive treatment with lakhs of rupees i fully agree with you that in many cases even treatment is not uh, paramount thing the other things are required right and if there is any discrimination or depri- deprivation of that part so we are ready to take up we are waiting let the people come which also speaks of uh, some lack of i think awareness Uh, and 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 some lack of firstly people do not know much about rare diseases um secondly even if they know that necessary action or step is something that they might not take unless and until it is a very severe situation yes uh, for instance yes. uh what is mohammed ahmed's case Mo- yes uh, so could you in in your years of practice uh, could you tell us about more such cases where uh, you did fight on behalf of patients and then uh, the court did see sense and logic in that argument in normally we have dealt with all cases of denial of treatment right even then it is by the government hospital yeah. or some private hospitals also like we we are dealing with this private hospitals also which are on the government land mm-hmm. and obliged to provide 10% ipd and 25% opd to the weaker section of societies mm-hmm. and at the moment we have 60 such hospitals that are all vip hospitals in delhi which are obliged to do it and uh, in the, in the, all these hospitals we have around 950 free beds mm-hmm. so i am also a member of monitoring committee mm-hmm. and uh, we are monitoring that so that is also uh, working and whenever that uh, there is a denial by the private hospitals we move to the court and we get the audits but uh, I, i agree with you that there need to be lot of awareness and even if people are aware they don't know where to go eh? and particularly 
they fear in going to the lawyer also yeah. the poor man fear going to anybody because he has a fear that uh, i will not get anything and i will be deprived whatever i have <laughs> so because of that but we welcome we we want people should come to us tell us the problem and we we can see how we can articulate it in a legal terminology and get a precedent for uh, not for that fellow but for all any other precedents that you would like to mention no but this is this is the fundamental thing because as far as preventive uh, prevention is concerned this government i don't see the governments are very serious hmm. though they may be spending you know, so much in only namesake so prevention is very important yeah? and in these rare cases also rare disease cases also if people are uh, made aware of that if initially uh, uh, the diagnosis take place uh, many problem become acute because of delay in treatment delay of diagnosis even in cases of rare diseases we don't have a provision for even diagnose somebody has that a, is true uh, even doctors are not aware of this uh, i remember when i first talked to some uh, ceo of a private hospital in delhi and i Uh, told him that uh, i i have a case of gochar he said what gochar he, he has not heard when he talked to his other doctors then he said yes ashok uh, yes it is a uh, problem so, so that is a mm. point even doctors don't know mm. how we can expect a common people would know so is a one it should be a war footing now should be on a war footing governments are not interested that is the whole problem and nobody else can take it up that is true it is a public health problem yes, which is yes. need invisible uh, right now which it is a national problem daily problem daily health yes. problem is not a daily problem it is a national problem right indeed uh, which brings me to the question uh, you mentioned the delhi government and the delhi government is doing quite a lot so could you just shed a bit uh, light on what the exact uh, sort of legal codifications or legal framework is uh, by the government the government uh, has not come up with anything okay, no. no 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 delhi government stands with the same footing as other states governments even right. at, when uh, the uh, the amadmi party came in government Uh, i was invited by the health minister and i asked him please legislate delhi right to public health right hmm. he said it is not possible because people will come uh, in court against the government and government has no money even earlier government health minister said the same thing so this is the general phenomena in all the governments in india particularly state governments that don't involve in in such a thing and central government by dropping it in the policy itself their intention is very clear that they will go in go in with the this policies schemes and this and that but not uh, bring the law uh, right now the union government mm-hmm. is considering the national policy for rare uh, diseases so uh, how do you see that well, they, they, because of court intervention and pressure they came up and later they said that uh, in fact the states were not consulted and they withdrew it they put it in abeyance, abeyance. and now again they, because of court pressure they say uh, in 8 months we, we will come up with the uh, policy but mm. how they will come up because on one hand they say they will come up 
on the other they say how the money will will be put in into it so i don't think the the they have a will to come with the rare disease policy when they are not able to handle malaria they are not handle to tuberculosis leprosy even leprosy coming again so i think very sad situation and uh, i think one of my last questions will mm. be the kind of uh, patients that come to you the families that come to you mm. do they belong to a certain category a uh, certain economic class because uh, as as you also pointed out being in delhi i think we have uh, certain kind of privileges uh, we have access to a lot many things so have you seen a difference in economic classes no, or but as far as rare rare diseases are concerned even richest person cannot afford so much huge amount of money is required yeah, so yeah. ultimately government has to do it and in other cases you see Uh, again discrimination is there so uh, almost uh, poor people come to me for problems other than rare diseases so we do our best and wherever court intervention is required we try to use that also no people should rise make a voice and should demand that uh, right to public health should be legislated as i said that uh, subject should be brought in concurrently and then fundamental right people should demand many 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 have written postcards to uh, prime minister modi ji asking them to uh, do the, all these things but uh, still uh, we have no response from the government so we are waiting let us hope for the best podcast has been produced by Sono India artwork by Priyanka Kumar and music by Augustus Henry as independent producers we rely on you to deliver content that matters so do log on to our patreon page to contribute and keep us going